only the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our Lord and Father, who has loved us and has given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace, comfort your heart and establish you in every good word and work. Our blessings to you all. We're thankful for each and every one of you. May the, your eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know the hope of your calling. May the Lord release an anointing, amen, upon your mind that you may understand the work of the kingdom. Our scripture reading is coming from 2 Peter chapter 1. Praise God. It's a very familiar portion of scripture. I'm going to read quite a bit of it because I think it's necessary for where, where we are going. Praise God. Verse 14 and 15 is our emphasis out of that. But I think it's relevant that we read it all because all of it goes together. In addition to that, we have two other places that we're going uh, this evening. 2 Timothy chapter 4, amen, verses 1 through 8, and then also the gospel according to John chapter 13, 1 through 4. And these are uh, necessary for where we are going. Amen. Uh, and all of these will be read in the New International Version of the Bible, the New International Version of the Bible. 2 Timothy, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 1, down through verse 15, and we'll read it, uh, uh, amen, uh, in the New International Version. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those, amen, through the righteousness of our God and our and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours. Thank you, Father. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, his divine power has given us everything we need, amen, for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness, amen. Though through these he has given us, amen, very great and precious promises that so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this reason, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith, add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance. Amen. Let's keep adding. And add to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness mutual affection or what the King James Version said, brotherly love and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measures, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I got to read verse 8 again. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ by, and but whoever does not have these is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Verse 10, therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble and you will receive a rich, Welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise God. Verse 12, 
So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth, amen, you now have. I know you know it, amen, but I got to keep reminding you. Verse 13, I think it is right to refresh your memory, amen. I think it's right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, call that body a tent. Because I know, listen to this, I will soon put it aside as the Lord Jesus Christ has made it clear to me. Praise God, my departure is at hand. Amen. My day, days are short. There are more behind me than before me. I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. I'm saying it redundant. I know you're hearing the same things over and over, but, but amen, at this point, it is not so much to add anything new to you, but what you have that you never forget. Praise God. Second Timothy chapter four, the New International Version at well, uh, verse one through eight, it says, in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who will judge the living in the dead and the view of his appearing, in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge, he says, amen. Preach the word, amen. Preach the word, be prepared in season, out of season, correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience, careful instructions. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. It already is. Instead, amen, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers, amen, to say what their itching ears want to hear. Verse 4, they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in every situation. But you keep your head in every situation. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Discharge, perform, amen, work in, satisfy all the duties of your ministry. For I am ready to be poured out as a drink offering for my, the time of my departure, that word is again, is near. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I've kept the faith. Now there is a store in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will reward to me in that day, and not only to me, but also to all, amen, who have longed for his appearing. The gospel according to John, amen, chapter 13, verse 1, amen, through 4, that is well in the New International Version. And we'll, we'll wrap this thing together, praise God, and make it make sense. Um, in the New International Version, it says it was, before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that an hour had come for him to leave this world, there it is again, amen, and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end, amen. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, amen, and Simon, uh, Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and returning to God, amen, he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a tile around his waist, amen. 
and from that point proceeded to watch the disciples' feet. Praise God. From this subject tonight, amen, I want to deal with this. Be patient with the progress. Be patient in the progress. I'm sorry. Be patient in the progress. Glory to God. Be patient in the progress. All three places that I've read from Jesus and from Paul as well as Peter, we see them at the apex. We see them at the end of their life. Amen. We see them at the end of their life. Consequently, as a result, they are fully matured in the work that God has given them, fully confident of the voice of God that has let uh, Paul, Peter know, Jesus know, amen, that the work is finished, it's time to, amen, it's about finished, it's time to progress, amen, until another phase of work, amen, and put off this tent. My, the time of my departure is at hand, amen. Uh, so the, the point that I, I want to bring from that is uh, the word of God speaks to us about uh, how to walk and to mature in Christ, amen, and with very established voices, praise God, through men who are, are mature in Christ, having applied the principles of Jesus Christ, amen. We'll say that again. The word that we are receiving, amen, even from Christ himself, praise God, are from very mature very established men, amen, and they're so rich because they have, as Peter and Paul, in their instance, amen, let the word of God be established out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. You're listening to very mature, very confident, bold voices because, amen, they are ripe fruit that are at the time of the picking of the Lord. You're listening to voices who have applied the process. Amen. Paul can say in Philippians, Philippians, the fourth chapter, whatsoever things you've heard and learned and seen in me do, and the God of peace will be with you. Why? Because I have applied these, the principles of the Lord. I have walked with him. And so what I'm telling you, amen, is from a very experienced, a very matured, as, uh, and as John would say, a perfected place. It's, amen, this this thing in me has come to its fullness. And so I'm talking to you out of a very spiritually mature, rich place. All three places we read was not, I'm not emphasizing the words were spoken. I'm emphasizing the mature level and the content of the character of the individual, amen, that are that is speaking to us now. Ah, the first thing is relevant is that they were, were at seen at the time speaking to a generation, speaking to a set people. But in reality, they, their voices are still heard and we're still being taught from that wealth of understanding over 2,000 years later. You got to get this in your spirit. Amen. And it's still because of the wealth, because of the level of maturity, because it's so prophetic, because it's so needed from one generation to the next, even though they were talking to their current generation, amen, the word yet lives 2,000 years later and is still teaching us. What we have to understand is that as we mature, what we have to understand is that as we develop in the God and we write and we teach, 
and we uh, record, we are speaking to more than just our current generation. Amen. It's so prophetic and it's so worth, uh, you know, being shared again. Amen. The word of God will last past our demise. Praise God. Peter says, it's my duty, amen, to stir you up, to bring it to your remembrance. Amen. So afterwards, I've said it enough. I've repeated it enough to where this thing will not escape your memory. Glory to God in the highest. It will not escape your memory. I have to repeat it. I know you're bored with me now, but later on, it will never leave your mind. Glory to God. And this is, and this is important. This thing is, amen, perfected. In 1 John, the fourth chapter, and in verse 12, uh, praise God, in the New Living Translation, it says, uh, no one has seen God, amen, ever has seen God, or in the New King James at any time. No one has seen God. But we love each other. God, amen, lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. Amen. If you read it in the New King James Version, it says, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. His love has been perfected in us. The, 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 the etymology of the word and its original intent, it means to be brought into full expression in us. It means it's, it's, it's at its peak. It's matured. It is, amen, has been through the process. Glory to God. It's been through the, pro I've been through the process and that love is brought to its full expression. One of the things that will, can, can discourage us and that can, uh, you know, kind of bother us when we read the commandments of God through our current eyes and our current uh, 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 mature level, maturity level. That's it. Our current eyes and our current maturity level when he says, amen, forgive one another, amen, love one another, praise God. And we can think of all kinds of scenarios in this fallen mind in some individuals, why should I forgive? But it's the love that is not brought to full expression. It's the faith and the character that's still growing in you that gives us this perception and uh, this concept of how can it be done because we haven't experienced the fullness of God in this tent yet. We haven't experienced the fullness of God in this tent yet. Amen. So the Bible is speaking. It is commanding. It is encouraging us to go on to perfection. Amen. So that we can uh, exemplify Christ in this earth. Amen. Go on to perfection. Praise God. And uh, AKA be ambassadors for Christ. Praise God. Now, there are certain uh, levels of faith in Christ, certain character he's calling us to, certain levels of power he's calling for us to, uh, to manifest, praise God, that will not manifest to its entirety until we are completely submitted, until we are submitted. We can be aware. We can be ready, welcoming, amen, and patient through the process. Glory to God, patient, amen, through and in the process, God is raising us up, praise the name of the Lord, to bear fruit that will remain. Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 1 through 8, it says this, I am the true vine, 
and my father is the vine dresser or husband man. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit is taken away. And every branch that bears fruit, amen, he prunes, amen, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, remain in me, stay right where you are in me, and I'm going to remain in you, amen, as the branch could not bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. It's a conscious effort through the prayer and through the fasting, through the word, we, may, we abide, we will remain in him, and we can tell when we're drifting out of Christ. Glory to God. He says, I am the vine, you're the branches. Just gave you your identity. Amen. He who abides in me and I in him bear much, much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Thank you, Father. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and he's withered. Amen. And they uh, gather them and throw them in the fire. They are burned. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, there it is. You can ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Look at that, amen. So you shall be my disciples. Galatians 5 said one of the fruit of the spirit is love, amen. By love, number one, amen, all men shall know that you are my disciples. Praise God. And so the Bible is littered with words, littered with words that imply process littered with words that imply process. Amen. The father does not expect, talk bogus, the father does not expect us to be, amen, mature in one day, two days, three days, no more than he expect a newly planted tree to bear fruit, amen, in a month. Amen, in a month. Why? Because the process hasn't, amen, the tree has not undergone the process to give it the ability to, to manifest and hold fruit. Amen. If the father has that much patience and that much understanding with a tree, how much more beloved does he have with us? Many words in the Bible, and I want you to hear this, praise God, so we don't become discouraged in this hour, that we desire the maturity levels of God. We are very desirous of it. But as Paul was said in Romans 7, what I will to do, I do not do. What I hate, that I do. Amen. Uh, amen. Be desirous of maturity. Be desirous to manifest the power of God. Be desirous, amen, to be a full uh, maturity in the Lord. Though currently you recognize, I, amen, I'm not quite there. But always keep your eyes on the prize. Say it again, bogus. Keep your eyes on the prize. Wake up every day with your eyes saying, today, amen, I purpose to be more mature, more like Christ, more a further along in my character uh, to, at the end of this day <clears throat> than I was uh, on yesterday. Praise God. And before you know it, amen, uh, we'll, we'll be in the presence of the Lord. Listen, listen, there are words, there are words that we need to hear and hear them in the spirit that, is, uh, that imply to us process. There are words that we need to hear in the word, out of, from the word of God that imply to us process. Jesus says, amen, mustard seed faith. Amen, mustard seed faith. That means 
uh, that the seed of a mustard is not the smallest seed technically, amen, but the size of the plant that comes out of such small trees is bigger than any other plant in the world. It's such a small seed, but it grows so fast and so big. He says, has that kind of faith. But yet again, written into the planting and the growing is process. The planting and the growing is process. Other words like sanctify, words like grow and run, words like perfect, words like walk, other words like, like, like fruit, and amen, the word build. Praise God. All of these, beloved, implies to you and I that they are synchronized, well-thought-out steps that the only, only the Almighty has the key to. Paul says, I plant Apollo's water. Only God can give the increase. Glory to God. Talk bogus. Amen. Uh, the word process, the word process, amen, it is defined by like this. Amen. It's a verb saying that it's a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Say it again. A series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. God has an end for every one of us in mind. Amen. He has an end for us, a mature end. Then the steps, glory to God, is designed to get us to that particular end. Another definition of process is a series of progressive, uh, I've added this in, intentional steps by which, amen, we attain uh, to an end, or which an end is attained. Praise God. And so there is a pre-thought, mature bogus in the mind of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a mature bogus, amen, that God already sees big, a huios, a grown son in the mind of God. My current situation, amen, don't match God's mind or what he thinks about me, what he's already planned for me according to the series of steps, the actions to get me to this attained place, amen. God has, amen, a mature uh, a more developed, a well-refined, bogus in mind. Where I, he sees me in the future in vision is not exactly where I am in present, but he does have, a, here's the word, process in place for me to get, hallelujah, where he has thought of me. Amen. He said, I know the thoughts that I think of you. Amen. They're good and they're not evil. Amen. To bring you to and expected end. I have a I have an end result for a more mature, a bigger, a well-developed uh, individual in mind. Hallelujah. Praise God. And if you can just stay with the process, glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, and be patient while I'm doing this. Praise the name of the Lord. All will be well. I looked at the definition of patient it says, able to accept or tolerate delay, problems, suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Able to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or suffering without becoming ignored, annoyed and anxious. Amen. Who I am is not what I'm going to be. Who I am currently 
is not who I'm going to be because God already has a predetermined series of steps to get me to the end, glory to God, of this uh, mature individual while I'm on earth. Paul, amen, uh, in Timothy, 2 Timothy 4, amen, Peter in 2, T 2 Peter 1, Christ in John 13, are all at the end of life. And in this end is this wealth of word. There's so much rich word from John 13 all the way to 18 in the teaching that you'll find nowhere else. Praise the name of the Lord. There's so much wealth in that. And you and I, beloved, if we hang on in the process, we have, amen, priceless wealth, priceless gifting, priceless character. Hallelujah. My character is still in the process. Be patient with me. God has, amen, a new character for Bogus in the series of steps he's already planned. And there's a bright, mature, big me. <laughs> Glory to God, amen, that God already sees. Praise God. And I'm attaining to the principles to get there. We can't float there. We can't float there. We can't take the elevator there. For the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You better talk bogus. God has something, amen, has a, a mature bogus in mind. God has a mature bogus in mind. And so we have to run, beloved. We have to run. We have to take our steps. We have to, amen, walk worthy of the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3 in the New International Version, it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that easily entangles. Let us run, there it is, let us run with endurance. Hallelujah. The race marked out for us. You got to get all of that. Amen. Let us run. Amen. That's the stride. That, that, that's the type. That's what's been set before. It's a race. I'm running. And here's my character why I'm running. With in perseverance, with endurance. It's a race that's marked out for us. We all have a lane. And fixing our eyes. Glory to God. That's my encouragement on Jesus. Not upon what the congregation is doing. Not up on what uh, man, all of these leaders on the internet are doing. Amen. But my eyes ought to be up on Jesus. I heard a young lady online on her Facebook say, I, man, I'm finished with Christianity and this thing called Christians because of what I've seen, amen, the Christians do. And I said, well, what has the Lord done to you that you will give up on him? Your eyes are in the wrong place. You've watched too much of men. You've watched too much of their immaturity in the process in your mind as well, and you have bit the bait. You've eaten, amen, from the, from the devil's table. Now I deem the process and the, the author of the process. I deem all of it, amen, non-worthy because I've watched, amen, a few individuals within my narrow parameters, and from that foolish mind, I've concluded that Christian to be Christ-like and the, uh, as it were, the denomination of Christianity was not worthy because of my narrow mindset, amen. But the Lord says, as he said in Habakkuk 6, what have I done to you? I bring the mountains, amen, and the earth uh, as witness against you. 
What have I done to cause you to leave my presence? Glory to God. Just because uh, persons don't know how to handle uh, the principles, that don't mean the principles don't work. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. We are in this thing called the process. We are in these series of actions. God designed forethought actions. God designed forethought actions. God designed. God mapped out. God stepped out. God marked out to get bogus, to get you and I into a mature place that, praise the name of the Lord, the words that we speak in the same way as Peter says, amen, my time of departure is at hand. I must cast off this tent. As Paul would say, I'm ready to be poured out as a drink offering. Uh, it's this richness that is left behind. It is this fullness that we are partakers of. It is this bread that we are eating now that, uh, that life came to the climactic point to give us 2,000 years later what we have right now. So I say to you, brothers and my sisters, I say to you, those of you that are in the, amen, on the potter's wheel, he's making just something on the wheel. Be patient in the process. I know you're not where you want to be in the, in God, the, the calling, the prophetic vision of you and your ministry. You're not there yet, but be patient in the process. I know you're desirous of a greater character in the Lord, to be able to love like he says, to love, but you still come short. The father knows his children and he knows what stage you're in in the process. Amen. Uh, keep your eye on the prize, but don't abandon the race because you failed one time. The, the war is raging. Maybe the battles you've lost, but the war is still going to, amen. Be steadfast. Hallelujah. Be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel this thing. God is calling us to perfection as we, as we read. And as we would say before in first John chapter four and amen in uh, verse 12, first John chapter four and 12, no one has ever seen God. Amen. At any time, this is in the new King James version. Praise God. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God's abide in us and his love has been perfected in us. And I know we're having difficulty when we say love one another, and some people would look at it and be like, how can I? It's because your perspective, your eyes and your heart has not come to the full fruit, the full maturity, the full wellness that is going to be. Amen. Be patient in the process. In the New Living, uh, in the New Living Translation, when you read that same verse, this is the revelation that I, that I have. No one has seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And his love is brought to full expression in us. <laughs> That's it. His love is brought to full expression. Right now, amen, my expression is not full towards you. Right now, I, I'm, not, I'm not able to exude the kind of love required in the text. Amen. Uh, he does say in chapter 5, my, no, my commandments are not burdensome. Right now, uh, you know, I'm having trouble with this thing because my love level has not come to full expression so that I can say, amen, with confidence the thing that God has, all, has called me to and the character he's called for me to express. Glory to God. Amen. And I honor the Lord for the process. Thank you, Lord. Give us patience. Give us patience. 
Amen. I'm so grateful tonight. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and 5, it says, Now may the Lord direct your heart into the love of God, amen, and into the patience of Christ. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, 5. Now may the Lord direct your heart into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. Hallelujah. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5 in the New King James Version. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. May the Lord direct your heart into the love of God and that same heart into the patience of Christ. I believe one will take care of the other. Let the love of God, amen, build and abide that you may bear fruit, much fruit. And in this, God is glorified. I exhort you tonight. I encourage you tonight. Walk worthy of the vocation, amen, which you're called to. Looking under Jesus now, run hard, run hard, run hard. Walk worthy, run hard. Praise God, you're in a process. You're in a premeditated, pre-thought out, prefabricated series, an action of actions that the Lord has thought out for us to become all that he has called us to be. Now may God continue to bless you, may open your eyes, may give you understanding to what I exhort and encourage you on tonight. May the instructions of the Lord become, amen, with you. May, the, may your mouth be as the pen of a ready writer. May you walk in high places and let me dream high to become all of God that God has called you to be in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord continue to rest upon you. May his face shine upon you and bring you into a perfected place to become all that he's called you to be and that you would walk and he may be glorified in you and through you. Father, I thank you for the hero those that are hearing now, those that were here later, pray, Father, that your presence would rest upon them, bring them to a place of assurance, but also to a place, amen, that they would run and would press, keep their eye on the prize. Looking unto Jesus now, the author and the finisher of our faith. 